Hello, my audience over the YouTube or podcast, wherever you get this program, Usman Kabara Show. Welcome to the new episode of this show. And uh, as usual, this program is all about interviewing people from Africa, from different parts of Africa, uh, could be from Nigeria, Ghana, Niger, wherever you come from in Africa. If we have the opportunity to talk to you, we can do that. And uh, we are trying to portray like the good image of those people outside the continent of Africa and uh, how they are contributing to the world, especially some people see it as brand rent. Some people say it's a brand circulation. So whatsoever you think about it, I think is the better way to find out is to discuss with such kind of people over there, wherever they are. Uh, I'm here today with another personality and uh, I, will, I will ask his name first because uh, also, what we're going to do is supposed to be starting with the names. Salaamu Alaikum. Assalamu Alaikum. Assalamu Rahmatullah. Who am I talking to at this time around in Usman Kabara show? My name is uh, Dr. Muawiyah Saeed Abdullahi. Uh, Dr. Muawiyah Saeed, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm an architect uh, and also I'm an urban designer. Where do you live? I'm based in uh, Seoul, in Republic of South Korea. Yeah. So, uh, an architect and town planner. Can I put it that way? Uh, yes, uh, most people don't distinguish, but there's a difference between urban design and urban planning. What's the differences? Okay, basically with urban planning, you deal only with the zoning regulations, but with urban design, you go into the more details about the laws and also the uh, public and uh, relations. Uh, okay, so how did you end up in South Korea all the way. That is a very, very far country from Nigeria. Before we go into that, how, how, do, how, do, how do you start? Like, how old are you? Where are you from originally? Um, uh, I was born on 20th September 1986 in Kaduna State in, of Nigeria. And uh, I started most of my education in Kaduna at uh, Essence International, and after that, I went to Amadibello University in Zaria for my first degree. Uh, I couldn't complete it there due to a strike, and I had to transfer to uh, UCSI in Kuala Lumpur. And after that, I came back to Nigeria and I worked uh, briefly uh, in the Ministry of Budget and National Planning. And then I had to go back uh, to further my education in uh, South Korea here for a uh, master's degree and a doctorate program also. Okay, That's, that, that, this is very interesting. So after you finish your second degree, then and third degree now, you said? Yes. PhD? Okay, so tell me about the relationship between you and your parents, especially... Uh, in Africa, you know, we know like parents play a very vital role in uh, maybe upbringing, kids, issues like that, choosing your career, all this kind of stuff. So what is the relationship between you and your parents in terms of 
upbringing? Uh, I grew up uh, with a very strong and close relationship with my parents. And they were a very strong uh, part of my life in almost every decision that I made. And uh, although they um, showed me how important education was, uh, my parents never happened to choose which uh, course of study I was going to go into. Uh, It was the same for all of us, including my junior uh, brothers and sisters. And so I was free to choose uh, to study architecture, even though both my parents had studied law. Mm. And uh, here I am today uh, as a practicing yeah. architect. Yeah, do you have a family of your own, like a wife and kids? Yes, alhamdulillah. I have a wife and a baby boy. Okay, so you're all in Korea, right? South Korea. Yes, we're all based here. Okay, so let's come back into your profession. Why do you study this kind of studies, especially Nigeria? I know we have all bunch of, you know, kind of buildings, anyhow, structured one, unstructured one. Our all if you might catch this one in house language. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you end up doing this? Is it what you want since childhood or what? Yes, it's what I've always wanted because, uh, uh, even before I went to Amadou Bello uh, University in Zaria, I had applied to uh, ATBU in Bochi and even started studying there. But there was the uh, problem that the school had to close down for a strike. Uh, I, started, I started architecture there and then moved to Amadou Bello University where I also applied for architecture. Mm-hmm. And when it was closed down and I moved to uh, Kuala Lumpur, I still applied for architecture and studied architecture there. Mm -hmm. And when I came to South Korea, I decided to expand uh, on my field a bit and move into uh, a larger scale of uh, urban design. Mm. Yeah. So now you are in South Korea. And uh, what about Nigeria, especially when you think about how to give back because usually when we grow up and then study back home maybe gets kind of assistance either scholarship or from parents support whatsoever we get we feel like how do we get back home how do you pay back how do you think about that um i think basically you can only give from what you have okay so i the first and most important thing for me is trying to build myself in such a way that I can uh, offer more uh, of myself in Nigeria. And uh, building myself and being able to offer more isn't just um, based on my own personal education, but on uh, networks, on relationships, on uh, intercompany relations between companies based in Nigeria and in uh, South Korea as well as government agencies in South Korea and government agencies in Nigeria. So uh, even though it happens that I'm based here in South Korea, it's almost as if I'm uh, working uh, to improve in my own little way uh, what I can in the urban sector in Nigeria through these uh, networks and relationships. Yeah. So as a youth yourself, how do you think 
all this can be achievable because I know some countries or most of the countries out there have strict rules. You have to follow the rules, especially in Nigeria. We have the rules, but you know, people do what they want to do at times and they don't care about the rules. And how do you think this, what you are doing between Nigerian uh, South Korean companies and Nigerian companies like the bridging in between, like the bridging the gap, how do you think it will come into existence to be like, you know, visible over there? How do you think you go about this? Well, that's uh, one of the most interesting things about being an urban designer because of the uh, community engagement and the politics that's involved with, uh, inside it. And you see, uh, in terms of uh, obeying and respecting urban laws that can improve mm. the quality of our cities, there are so many ways that the developed uh, countries have devised in mm. order to incentives for the architects and the town planners and the building developers to be able to abide by those rules. Uh, for example, provision of uh, tax intensive uh, incentives for providing uh, privately owned public spaces in front of buildings that they design. Mm -hmm. So for example, if the uh, government uh, in the state where I grew up, Kaduna State, wants to, for example, make the streets or the roads to be much cleaner. Uh, instead of enacting uh, laws, they can decide to engage with the building owners in such a way that they get tax in incentives for providing little small gardens and green spaces and sitting areas for uh, people passing by to sit down and enjoy themselves and have a drink. And in so doing, they motivate people that build in public areas to create uh, open spaces. Mm -hmm. So when uh, people come there and uh, they quite rightly, they commend the government for keeping mm -hmm. the clean, but actually the government is incentivizing the people to keep their uh, community clean. Uh, so tell me something, how do you navigate, especially from Nigeria to South Korea? I know it's not easy growing up as a young child in Nigeria, like how you, you guys say. So how do, you, how do you navigate, especially it's a two different cultures. It's not easy, far away. I'm interviewing you now, this is morning in DC area, and in South Korea it's like 10 p.m. So how do you navigate all these kind of changes? I think uh, in my own opinion, I think from the uh, my experience, there is no shortcuts. The simple answer in every situation, whether it's uh, the academic sector or business or government, mm -hmm. I think uh, the most important thing is hard work. You have to work hard. It doesn't matter what you decide to do. If it's uh, acting, if it's architecture, if it's medicine, if it's politics, business, Hard work is the most important thing. And if you set your mind to it and you work hard enough, you will be able to make it possible. It's uh, very uh, much possible for uh, ordinary people to have extraordinary success as long as they put in enough hard work into it. I ask these questions to everyone who is opportune or who I'm opportune to interview in this show. You guys are so intellect intellectuals, like intelligent, 
talented, all this, whatsoever you can put it. So with all this brain you have blessed with, you are living outside African shows, like outside your countries, working in some countries or some companies out there who are bigger than us. Some people think this is not what you're supposed to do. They think you should be back home because we need you more there. As a journalist, I ask you guys, you guys over there, is it brain drain or brain circulation? How do you see it? Well, um, I see myself, uh, although I'm a professional here, I see myself more as an envoy of Nigeria and South Korea. Um, a lot of the work that I do happens to be with the support of the uh, His Excellency, the Ambassador of Nigeria to Korea. Because uh, a good part of what I do is design, but another part of it is uh, negotiating and working with companies and building collaboration between South Korean companies and Nigerian companies. And through my time here, we've been able to, we've successfully uh, established companies that are uh, bordered by South Korean and Nigerian uh, owners. We've been able to engineer business collaborations between engineering and architecture companies in South Korea and clients in Nigeria. So uh, based on that, I think that it's very possible that I'm doing much more work for Nigeria than for my personal self now. Tell the youth like you. I always emphasize on the youth because I think they're the backbone of every society. So how do they, how are they going to do this? Like making choice, like initially I asked you about that. If you want to make a choice, what do you see first? Uh, uh, I think the first most important thing, if you want uh, to have a happy life, which is very important, first you have to do something that you, uh, you love to do, something that you are passionate about. It doesn't matter in which field. If you have uh, enough passion for it, then all the difficulties that are going to come later on while studying for it, while starting up as a new professional, are not going to be uh, discouraging for you. You will have enough uh, inspiration to go through it until you uh, make success. Success, yeah. So is there, is there anything that government will do to support its citizens' society? I know it's not everything like from government, but they have a very vital role, I guess. Yes, of course. I, I think government has one of the most important roles. And I think supporting, especially in a country like Nigeria, supporting entrepreneurship, people who have uh, genius ideas, people who have ideas that can be used to uh, create employment for others. Um, these kinds of people need to be supported. That's what is going on in the developed world. So I think it should provide opportunities for uh, entrepreneurship to be able to flourish. All right. So finally, is there anything maybe you want to share with the society, general public, I didn't ask you about? Uh, I think just uh, one... Uh, philosophy that I would want uh, to state at every opportunity that I get is I think uh, mm. every individual, uh, especially in Nigeria, should 
try as much as possible not to complain, but to be a problem solver, to try to um, give a solution. As long as you try to find solutions to problems, eventually one day you figure it out and you're going to make a success out of it. But uh, being uh, a complainer at the end of the day, I don't think uh, it has any uh, positives. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like I always tell people in this show or guests I had, we are proud of you guys. And whatsoever you're doing, keep doing it, it uh, doing it, and then make Africa proud. And uh, I appreciate being talking to you here. And then I wish you all the best and success in life. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Mawia.